0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Bagel News. I'm your host, Michael Keaton. No, I'm not, but you're never going to know. How would you know? So, I'm doing this. I actually recorded an episode earlier today. You can find me on Spotify under the same name, but today we're going to be switching over. I uh, decided to pony up and pay for the services so we we'll are gonna be flopping over and running everything through a different network which is going to distribute us a lot a lot more uh, that's the best way to put this a lot further than uh, the Spotify one will we'll still be on Spotify don't worry don't miss us you can go back look at Bagel Bites and look for the logo you'll be entertained for about 24 episodes worth god damn I have been doing this for almost a month straight Still haven't gotten better like I thought I would. But anyways, like I said, welcome to Bagel News. And the whole idea for our new listeners is I want people to be able to talk again without wanting to slit each other's throats. I know that's a novel concept, but Jesus Christ, I can't even have a polite debate without somebody having a goddamn temper tantrum. And, oh boy, don't worry, we're going to get into why I think that is. Maybe not today. She's coming down those tracks. Now, what is a bagel bite, you're wondering? I know I called it Bagel News, and the channel's called Bagel Bites, so you're probably pretty confused. Well, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. The way I say uh, Bagel Bites, I don't freaking like. Love the channel name. Hate when I say it. So, Bagel News. You can still find it under the same name, and everything pretty much applies. So Bagel Bites, it's pretty, it's a little internet pun. They're bite-sized bits of information that you'll want to talk about. Look, I miss when people shot the shit about the last documentary they saw on National Geographic. Look how fucking crazy planet Earth was. Or uh, did you see that fucking bush with that fucking uh, coke coke on his nose? That, uh, the, whatever the interviewee did 20 years ago whatever you know and we don't get that anymore I mean sure we don't shoot the shit about what we saw on YouTube or da 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 but yeah I don't know it's not the same thing so my goal for all this is to share information that entertains me or I find really interesting and hope that you find as equally interesting I'd also like to arm you, though, because there's a lot of bullshit out there. And I, I can't stand it. It dries me up a wall. I am a miserable fuck because of it. You'd, you'd say to yourself, well, Mike, why, why bother with it? Well, that actually is going to lead us into our third point. But let me finish this. There's a lot of bullshit out there. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm any better. Okay, I promise. I'm, I'm probably not. But... what I like to do when I'm determining just how good a source or a piece of information is is I'll look at it from six different alternatives and meet in the middle. So, what's the best way to put this? I can't promise you're always gonna get 100% facts. Alright? But what I do, because things change all the fucking time, what I do try to do is base everything off The facts that I have at hand, the statistics I have at hand, and any sort of uh, first-person information I can get a hold of. So my promise to you is when I give it to you, any type of information, be it historical, amusing, current events, uh, uh, animal screwing even, right? It, It doesn't matter. As far as I know at that time, they are factual. That's my promise to you. And if something ever comes up or it turns out I'm wrong or anything to that effect, I promise you, on my children, I will come out, I will tell you I was wrong and I will correct myself because I'm not a fucking asshole. I don't care if I got one person listening or one million people listening. I just want to get you the information so you're able to better battle those, those libtards, as it were. Yeah, it's one of those. If you don't like it, I'm pretty sure uh, Cenk Yuger in his presidential run is currently debating the finer points of Munch and Bambi's box. Okay? So go over there. And, you know, let me cut in real quick. You're probably asking yourself, why the fuck I said that? Well, Cenk Yuger is that the, the terrorist from the Young Turks. And he's under the impression that the 14th Amendment allows him the right to run for presidency. And one of the things he's campaigning on... Is he's going to legalize bestiality But don't worry folks He's only legalizing pleasuring the animals So we got nothing to fear you know No no horses are going to be ramrodding people's anuses You know we got to think about the safety of the people as well Not just their degenerate natures Gross cocksucker I don't know if he's blowing hog I just mean he's a fucking asshole So I said Earlier what I brought up This is bring us to a third point Well here we are I want you, besides being able to better argue with people and debate with people, besides informing you on crazy shit I've heard about or looked up or experienced throughout my life, but besides all that, all right, I want you prepared for the inevitable shitstorm. 99% of us will not rise to the occasion when the occasion comes, okay? Okay. You know the the 1% that does? Sure, there's a 0.00001% of people that are just born into it. They can just rise up no matter what. However, the 1%, it's probably more like 10, 15, 20% at this point. There's a lot more people waking up to this bullshit than there were before. But like, all right, the example I used in my first show or two, uh, it's a real good one. So we'll try and use it again here and hope it rings just as true this time. When I give you all this information, it may sound horrific and awful and just downright evil, and why are you dribble-drabbing my ears with this nonsense? Well, look, a couple of years ago, I'll give you my story and then I'll go into my example. A good, good friend of mine went from incredibly liberal to incredibly conservative. I couldn't figure it out, but he kept telling me all this stuff. I didn't believe Oh yeah yeah Whatever Go go vote for Trump Like an ignorant Like the ignorant SOB I was Finally one day I'm watching I forget what the hell I was watching But It was It just Nothing added up Right Oh Oh It was um So I had actually heard About the Alex Jones They're turning the friggin frogs gay I I heard about those gay frogs At the exact same time It was atrazine right I think the atrazine thing came up. So I read about the atrazine, if I'm saying it correct, it was a long fucking time ago. And then I saw the Alex Jones thing. My brain couldn't process. And then ev- all the shit running that they were saying before that, to me, Alex Jones was just a funny bit Howard Stern did. That's a whole other thing we'll get into too. Uh, maybe later on in the show, because I haven't talked about him on the other Podcast. we're switching over there's not another podcast it's the same podcast just migrating over here so I can get to more of you. hopefully you'll want to listen and anyways so I saw to the up until that point Alex Jones was just a joke joke running bit on the Howard Center. I don't really paid attention but then I started seeing all the fucking smearing going on this guy look he's playing a fucking character on his show. He's just trying to get the information to us in an amusing, fact, as factual way as far as he sees it. But these people are calling him a monster. They're bringing up Sandy. They're doing this. They're doing that. They're just calling him an evil son of a bitch. He's wrong. He's conspiratorial. If you're one of his fans, you're a far right-wing extremist, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And oh, he's always wrong. Everything's a lie. Well, I just couldn't... The two ideas couldn't exist in my head at once as far as uh, the turning... Turning the frogs trans is the best way to put it in layman's terms. And what they were saying to Alec, because the dude was right. And look, when somebody's right about something, something big like that, you try to give them the benefit of the doubt on the other stuff till you're proven wrong, so I just couldn't factor in why all these people were running their mouth when he was right. That was my red pill moment. That's when I started to wake up a little bit and go, well, none of this makes sense. And then the rest. I don't know if any of my future former listeners have been red pilled or, or woke the fuck up. But as I'm sure you know, if you have, it's a goddamn snowball effect. That bitch goes from zero to a hundred real freaking quick. And here we are, seven years later. I'm sitting in a living room next to a monitor lizard, bitching and moaning about uh, crazy shit and in politics into a microphone. I can promise you, six, seven years ago, I never, I don't even think I knew what a podcast, like I knew. I love podcasts, but I didn't didn't really give a flying fuck. And here we are. All right. So that's my red pill moment. And let me um, expand on that because this is the important part. Once that happened, there were two or three other pivotal points that caused the the final outcome. And that's not the red pill. So the the middle of the, the, the starting outcome, maybe that's what we call it. Basically... I had a fucking panic attack like there was some shit going on when I realized we, our country didn't have its best our best interest at heart like substantially not just a couple of crook, crooked politicians in a back room I mean like the almost the whole of government didn't have our best interest at heart between that and then finding out just how close like we've within the last three years okay World War 3 has started prior to that though we were building up to it and between that the vaccines all the other shit I would say about year two was when I had my panic attack and it wasn't great it was probably good 10-15 minutes of me going holy shit holy shit holy shit we are fucked we are fucked I was immobilized like all I could do was just sit there and go we're fucked and look I know I'm a little looney tunes so that might not be everybody's reaction but I'm going to assume when you get mind blowing information your mind is temporarily blowing hence the name well If the bombs had dropped right then and there while I was having my panic attack, I probably wouldn't have been able to do anything about it because I would have been too busy freaking out. I wouldn't have had any idea those bombs were coming, and I'm already freaking out about everything else. I just probably would have sat down, lit a cigarette, and prayed to God I made it. Instead of being proactive, instead of having to go back and get the hell out. Okay, so I don't want you guys to have to go through, well, Let me rephrase it. I want you to go through the panic attack, okay? I do. Because that way, when you have the panic attack, and let's hope the panic attack comes long before the bombs, but if you have that panic attack, when the bombs come, by that time, hopefully, you're already fucking balls deep. Because like I said, it goes zero to a hundred real quick. They're not hiding their shit at all. It's all out in the open. It's like a piece of cellophane thin. All right? which is probably why it goes so quick, because they're not trying to hide it at all. Anyways, so let me give you the, the example, right? You 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 got Johnny Two Toes mowing his lawn. He looks up, the bombs are dropping. He runs inside. Honey, get honey, get the kids, get the kids. And then him and his wife lock eyes, because he's never paid attention to politics. He's never paid attention to anything going on. And anybody that told him the election was rigged, the vaccine isn't safe, and a myriad of other conspiracies he just laughed at. I mean, he wasn't a, oh, a god-awful libtard. He just laughed at anything that sounded ludicrous, no matter how real it was. He was the guy that told you Pedophile Island didn't exist even after Jeffrey Epstein was, was murdered. So him and his wife make eye contact. And then they both break down. The kids come in crying. They got no fucking idea what's going on. So what does this dad do? Well... As a husband and a provider, ideally, he would have picked up the kids, grabbed, slapped the wife across the face, grabbed her by the hand to get in the fucking car, I'm going to go get our guns, I'm going to go get whatever food I can scrounge, I'm going to go grab whatever valuables we have that's monetary, and get the fuck out of Dodge. But no, unfortunately, because he wasn't prepared, because he laughed at anybody that tried to give him a, differing, a difference in opinion, he grabs his wife, grabs his kids, and sits down on the floor. And starts just saying, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, please help us. Please let us be out of the blast zone. And then he then he's gets turned into pink mist. I mean his whole kids. It's real fucking sad. Now, however, this fucking asshole's neighbors. He was the crazy conspirator He was Dale Gribble, this guy's neighbor. Everybody made fun of him. Well, jokes on those stupid sons of pictures, isn't it? Because uh when he saw the bombs, the neighborhood Dale Gribble, he looked up Oh said, honey, honey, I was fucking right, I was fucking right, fuck you two toes, and then you know what he does, he runs inside, grabs his two bags, his prep go bags, grabs the fucking uh, container of Patriot Supply, racks the guns, throws everything in the trunk of the SUV, and gets the fuck out of Dodge, I mean this dude boogies out of town, the bombs go off about 20 minutes later, and he's fine, he makes it out, they're in the fucking, they're 40 miles away because he was going 90 the whole way in the middle of Fuck Offville and they're on their way to their pre-planned destination he's safe and they start to build a commune you want to know why he's alive and fucking two tones isn't just in case he didn't pick it up along the way because Dale Gribble was open to the idea that shit is way more fucked up than it is he had that panic attack early on where he was like oh my god The world is out to get me, and the world is incredibly fucked right now, and I need to be prepared for this. So, there you go. That's kind of the idea. I want you guys to just be prepared. That's it. It's kind of a long winded way of saying be prepared. So, I'm going to obviously talk about politics. I'm obviously going to talk about conspiracies, but I want you guys to grow on the way, too. A lot of cool shit happened in history, there's a lot of cool inventions. And fuck, I love magic and aliens and anime and horror movies and all sorts of other crazy shit. Video games, all that jazz. So we're just basically going to talk whatever whatever the fuck I feel like talking about. A lot of it's going to be freeform. And hopefully the trend will continue once a week. We're going to have a guest host, Quitifa. He's going to come down. We'll shoot the shit. The show's going to get incredibly filthy. But Quitifa is Johnny 2 Toes. He doesn't really know. And I would say over the last three shows, after forcing him to look at several things, he's starting to get there. And that's because we've been friends for 20 years. So when I say something, he takes it to heart. It's not like some asshole you work with is telling you this shit. It's like a brother's telling you. So you listen. So you can see, he's been getting closer and closer to that big panic attack before he's truly pilled and ready to go. Well, So now that that's all out of the way, it's going to be... They're gonna range from 20 to 45 minutes, maybe an hour. If if Quidifa's here, we'll do two, two hours. I do them every night, except one random day during the weekend because I'm not on me, I work from five o'clock in the morning till four o'clock in the afternoon. I gotta I gotta have time to do other stuff too. But other than that, I'm always gonna be with you guys. And if I can actually now that I'm being distributed to multiple platforms at once. I'm hoping I can get a wide of enough audience where I can actually start including you guys in these things. But that's ultimately my goal, is to have discussions with you guys, interview people, all that jazz. I don't really give a shit about making money. I'm I'm set, okay? I'm not... Long term, I'm set. Right now, I'm like every other American, but I'm not, again, not worried about it. Alright, my goal is to just educate and entertain. That's all I want to do. At the end of the day, that's it. Educate and entertain so now that we're done with the uh, the not so brief interlude oh man what what should be the first episode's topic you know Hitler I'll talk about him for a few minutes I I often wonder right like this fucking son of a bitch comes out of world war one not just fucking blaming and hating Jews I know there's a lot more to it. But I want to know where the cause comes from. Like, is it the big old family guy joke where he's weak-armed working out in the gym and there's two buff Jews fucking, you know, getting the pussy? I don't think so. I think he did the same thing every ignorant ruler throughout history did. By the way, I'm Jewish, so I might be a little biased. But he looked around saw that these people, after World War One still managed to hold on to their businesses still managed to hold on to their wealth and he said oh these are the evil Jews they they did basically every Jewish conspiracy theory you've ever heard you know times a million because it's fucking Hitler when what Hitler failed to realize at least in my opinion as ignorant as it is is that traditionally throughout history we've been enslaved we've been slaughtered I mean anything that could happen to a group of people it's happened to us all right. We've learned from those mistakes. Or, or, well, yeah, because we let those things happen. So we've learned from them, kind of, hopefully. And by learning, what I mean is we learn the value of education, which allows you to own a business and allows you to do this and allows you to do that. We've also learned the value of saving money and investing our money the right way. And that's how we were able to maintain it throughout the entirety of World War I. I don't know why nobody ever thought of that. Because we used to be far more religious, so there's a good chunk of those Bible stories where we get dicked around too. I don't know. This is my thoughts. I, I think Hitler just just saw wealthy Jews when all of Germany was in a shithole, and said, "Oh, this is you know this is the reason that all this bullshit happened. It's because these wealthy Jews orchestrating shit from behind the scenes, and from there." You got the German people who are piss poor, struggling to feed themselves their countries and ruins. It was an easy sell. I know a lot of Germans did a lot of good for us. And I know far more Germans did a lot of bad. And I always pour one out for the ones that died doing good. But look, as a, as a Jew, at least in my mind, remember this, people, for the next time. We always forgive, but we never forget. That's the fucking key. Now, recently, that may not be so believable with everything going on as far as Palestine and Israel is concerned. But with what's been going on in the states, more specifically with all the mass protests with Jews in there, very very ignorant Jews, mind you. I don't think, I don't think we promote education anymore. I think we promote the idea of going to college. Well. I don't know very many assholes that go to college now and actually get educated. I know plenty of douchebags that go to college and get brainwashed. The shit they say, it's like, whoa, you're you're paying $40,000 a year for that? It's not even real. Are you fucking stunned? So, that's a big problem. When you have Jews supporting Palestine, it, it boils down to, to two things, or one of two things. But both things exist simultaneously. And that is, one, the education system has, you know, they go to college because that's what they were told to do. You go and get educated. I'm doing air quotes. And they've been brainwashed through the awful liberal establishment at the universities. And uh, you, you, you really would not have any idea. It'll blow your fucking nips off just how much money is donated to terrorists from these colleges. It is absolutely freaking nuts. So, yeah, a lot of these colleges that us us use go to they they donate a metric shit ton of money to shell organizations that end up being Hamas or isis or what or just Iran in general so you there's that as far as why Jews are supporting this nonsense, but you also they're I'm not happy about this, but there is another reason, and I think it's probably more than likely, a bunch of fucking pussies. I I think if we find a piece of ass on a college campus that's gonna that's gonna let us put a little puppic inside of her, we'll do and say just about anything. That doesn't apply just to Jews. It applies to a lot of soy, a lot of men lately. I can't even call them men. They're fucking soy boys. You you poke some, of, you look at some of these guys, and they fall down in a in a flutter. But I say Jew specifically because it's going to tie into another point. That's the, the, the soy boy Jew thing, you know, banging, you're willing to cripple your values just to get a piece of pussy or because you think you're in love with a girl. that That's indicative of a broader problem. We, as a people, we used to be very ethical. I mean, whole Talmud is basically one big law book. We used to be tough. So we were ethical. We believed in the nuclear family. We were tough huff as a motherfucker you didn't fuck with the jews all right now this is when a lot of us were emigrating in the early in the early 1900s we ran the boot we ran the bootlegging we ran new york city jesus fucking christ we orchestrated the rigging of the world series it was just you know a handful of us but nonetheless there used to be squads and of rabbis that go around and smack the piss out of the goons in the neighborhood to, to protect everybody. We also stressed the value of education at that point, but not if that education interfered with your morals and ethics, you found another way. And I think slowly over time, once we started moving into nicer and nicer neighborhoods, it became more and more about the money. We lost the need to be constantly defending ourselves. So we, we lost that toughness about us. And here you are today. Your average kippo wearing soy boy—it's disgusting. If we went back to the Jews of the 30s and the 40s, forget it—you wouldn't see a goddamn Jew anywhere near one of those animals right now. So yeah, that's that's kind of my thought. It's a whole culmination of things that lead to the pussification of your average Jewish male. It's not great. We need to, uh, as a as a group, we need to step it up and seriously step it up because while some of you younger assholes might not remember or no, probably you probably never heard them to be honest with you I heard the stories from my grandparents they'll make you want to throw up they're, they are the stuff of sheer nightmare is what they are okay, and we are on that is quickly coming to a theater near you the holocaust okay, I, I, how long where the ones of us, the the few of us that remembered, saying this anti-Semitism is nuts. How is it still around? Oh, and then what do you say to us? Oh, you're just being dramatic. Cut it out. Nobody hates the Jews. Okay, but some black dude isn't being insane for or not black dude because he I don't know. The what's the, the we'll go with black politicians. That's a good one. This and and the white libtards. The systemic racism. That boogeyman, that's not nonsense, but the anti-Semitism is. I gotta tell you, since October seventh, I've seen a whole lot more proof for uh, a metric, a metric shit ton of anti-Semitism that I have in my entire life for systemic racism. Okay, fuck off. Enough. Enough is enough. I'm not saying one group is more important than the other. What I'm saying is we need to stop the bullshit so that it doesn't spiral out of control because guess what, douchebags? Hitler killed blacks, gays, trannies, and all sorts of other shit, too. He just started with us. I want you to remember that. Helping us fix this problem is going to help you long-term. Okay, and then we can worry about the rest of your complaints because stopping a, a potential genocide is far more important than the reparations you think you're owed. Sorry if you don't like that. That's just a statement of facts. We are literally in World War III. Just because the bombs haven't dropped doesn't mean we're not in it, okay? It's time to suck it up, put on your big girl panties, and fix the fucking problem that we as a country have started. Because it's our fault. Pretty sure it was Jackson that said the people are here to stop the politicians from corrupting the constitution okay we haven't done our job as the people all we've done is sit there and bitch and moan about politicians well guess what now we need to stand up and now we need to metaphorically fight because we're in a different time you don't have to pick up arms to stop your government you can get together as a peep as a nation and say we're not working we're not paying taxes And we're not buying a motherfucking thing from Amazon or any of the... Unless it is sold and made at our local grocery. we're not buying it. I know it's going to be tough, honey. But we we have to suck it up and deal with it. Because guess what? If nobody's paying taxes, if nobody works, the whole world grinds to a halt. The U.S. is still that powerful. And if the whole world grinds to a halt, these assholes aren't making money. And those assholes are the ones that control things. We're going to have a whole special about those assholes, but not today. This is just kind of a... Uh, remaster of the first episode so these are only going to be bites not not whole bagels okay, but if the people in control pulling the strings start hitting their, their, their purse strings start getting hit guess what we hold the power and they have to do what we say if we stop doing if we do the things I said and then we look at those fucking morons and we go listen all you cocksuckers are gone that's it you're all going on trial for whatever crimes you've committed you're out of office we'll figure it out fuck off they'll have no choice because their bosses will say "All right, buckaroo time to go we don't give a fuck about you anymore now we're really fucked and look I'm not saying it's not going to be tumultuous it will be but is two or three years of rebuilding the government worse than what we're seeing right now I don't think it is we have seen, we are seeing the, we're seeing the fall of Rome, like live. How have none of you realized this? The tearing down of the statues, the editing of history. Come on, people. History is there so we don't repeat it. What's, what's the sense in even keeping records if we're going to repeat the same mistakes? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any fucking sense, but. What do I know, right? I'm just some ignorant, uh, ignorant conservative. And I wouldn't even call myself necessarily a conservative. I would say I'm on the conservative end of a Kennedy Democrat. Because I hate to break it to you. Kennedy was the last Democrat that kind of made any sense, and even he wasn't fan-damn-tastic. Most, most of your average Democrat is just some racist asshole. And I mean the politician, not the voter or the party itself. I mean, do we really need to talk about who started the Klan? Do we really need to talk about the two politicians that filibustered the civil rights movement? We're going to go into that. I do want to give this new, new, not new channel another party switch, and it'll be much better than the first, or a party switch episode. But now that you've, I've given you kind of a feel for some of the stuff I want to do on the channel, the other thing, there's a few other things, so... I love what Tesla—no, Tesla—what Musk is doing with this freaking Neuralink. That thing is awesome. And the fact that he's dealing with the shit he's dealing lately makes it— The fact that he's overcoming and saying, "No fuck you guys. Yeah, I bought Twitter because you were corrupting it and being greasy. So I'm gonna try and give everybody their freedom of speech back. The fact that he's trying to make deep-dive virtual reality a possibility— for us in our lifetime and you guys just want to drag him through the mud oh five years ago he was going to save the world now he's a uh, woman beating drug addict how does nobody in the normal world see that quick freaking flip and go was it something he did or is he not you know is he not towing the party line and they're throwing him under the bus well I promise you it's throwing him under the bus so we got that see what else was the other thing It's because I'm trying to make this brief, too. So these are kind of going to be like one-sentence things. And I'll tell you a quick story, too, that I told the other day. But, come on, people. We need to be better. Look at the the trans nonsense. Stop it. Okay. There's too much evidence refuting that it doesn't help. They just did a whole freaking study. and I'm pretty sure it was a 400-page report. About how gender-affirming care doesn't actually help the mental illness because that is what it is. You're not, you're not a man trapped in a woman's, or yeah, man trapped in a woman's body, or vice versa. You're a mental midget. Sorry, it fucking sucks. I'm fucked in the head. I have to see a psychiatrist. Cause you wanna know why? I don't wanna snap and kill somebody. I don't wanna anything like that. I don't want to snap and freak out on somebody for no reason, so I vent my frustrations and call it a goddamn day and try to work and build and better myself. So how about this? All right, since it puts you in a 50-50 suicide pool, here's a good rule of thumb. If your odds of committing suicide would be amazing odds at the casino, maybe, maybe don't do it. Maybe don't hump your body full of cancer-causing hormones or hump your body full of testosterone so you're... Your pussy grows a little dick. It's fucked in the... You're, you're all fucked in the head. And that's why the 50-50 suicide pool. Now we got these new studies coming out... That it doesn't help at all. And yet... You want to do these drag shows... These trans shows... I've seen them firsthand. I have literally been to two Fulton Street fairs. i seen the shit. So stop trying to tell me it's all innocent. Because it's not. What happens in your bedroom is none of my business. But when you start fucking with kids... When you start dragging it out to the middle of the street, then it is my business. All right. What if uh, the look how poorly the straight pride event in Boston went? It's really, really strange. So you're telling me you don't want to see uh, a man and a woman grabbing all over each other, making out, sitting on floats, uh, doing this, doing that. That's disturbing to children. That's disturbing to you. But a full grown man in a gimp suit being carted around by another man in a furry costume, that's thats thats okay for kids to see. You're fucking with the kids. Stop pretending like you're not. So now you need to justify to us why you're fucking with the kids. And you better pray your answer's good. That's all I gotta say. At least in my house. It's not helping. At all. Alright? And all these people that are these pseudo-compassionates, these pretend assholes, they don't give a fuck about you. You- okay- let me, let me uh, throw something your way real quick, okay? The doctor that's treating you, the, when they open up these gender-affirming care centers, they make about a quarter million dollars from start to finish. Ten of those patients, $2.4 million. You can do the process over the course of a year, I think, if not sooner. So, what, $1.4 million per guy a year, or per doctor a year? There's usually three or four of these guys. Call it five, six million a year. So let me ask you a question. Next time you go in to get those cancer-causing hormone stabs, ask your doctor. Just just do it for me. You don't know me, but just one human to another, do me a favor. Ask your doctor how much money he makes off all this from start to finish. And then ask yourself, is he doing it because he's compassionate and cares about your mental health, even though it is a literally well-established fact you go into a 50-50 suicide pool? Or is he doing it because he wants to drive the new 8 Series and own a Stingray that he never drives? I'll leave that one up to you. Ugh. It's all gross. And, uh, let's see, there was another thing kind of... Oh, the maps. That's another thing, people. I want you to ask yourselves, be it liberal or conservative. Why are pedophiles becoming a protected group? Why are we why why is your video demonetized if you say pedophile? That's that doesn't make him these people are supposed to be shamed. These people are supposed to be murdered. I'm sorry. Like it or not, you diddle a kid, you deserve death. Betraying children is the ultimate sin. I would rather have to live with fifteen fucking murderers than deal with than live in a house of ten pedophiles. Alright? You're greasy degenerates that are beyond saving. We've proven it. They always re-offend. And enough with these documentaries, well, I'm a I'm a compassionate pedophile. Like that weird fucking well, we know that uh, you know, society deems it wrong. That's how you know that guy is diddling kids. I don't care what the fuck he says. Him and his other little fucking weirdos on their message board. That message board should be used by the FBI if this was if this wasn't Clown World, that message board would be used by the FBI to track every one of these sick fucks down. And arrest them. All right. The guy sat there and said in the documentary, "It says, like I said, it's the um, the virtuous pedophile. That's what it's called." This dude said, "Well, I know society's laws say it's wrong, so I make sure not to do it." Did you hear that? The the wording on that—that's the important part. I know society's laws. Not I know in my head it's sick, but I can't help myself. He doesn't say that. No, he says society's laws, which means in his head, it's perfectly fine. When you're at that point, the only reason you haven't done it yet is not because you're worried about the ramifications. It's because you haven't had enough opportunity. And a couple of the the degenerates that they interviewed, the evil demon scum that they interviewed, okay, worked with kids on a regular basis. So what, this dude's helping kids and then go whacking it in the bathroom? I bet you it happens. Come on, guys, we need to do better. We need to protect these fucking kids, not serve them up on a platter. And that's what our fucking liberal politicians are doing. By changing it to minor, attracted persons. And then you got a Supreme Court judge that, I think it was almost 90% of the time, sent his pedophiles to the less than recommended guidelines? Come on. And we don't think something Jeffrey Epstein with that flight log? There's no reason Bill Clinton should be going to pedophile Bill and Hillary should be going to Clinton uh pedophile island twenty seven times. There is no reason. Okay, neither for these other people and Bill Gates. I We'll we'll get to that. Alright, I I want to play his interview. This fucking scumbag, oh you know, the and the idiot at PBS too. Are there any lessons you could learn? from uh, associating yourself with Mr. Epstein. Now, mind you, he's already lied. Factually lied. Three times throughout the interview. So we know he's bullshit. But then this fucking weirdo, and he looks guilty. Like, if there was ever a man more guilty of committing a crime, watch the interview. I promise you. Just Google or YouTube Bill, Bill Gates. Epstein Island. PBS. You will find all you need to know. He's sitting there. Well he's dead now so there's that oh okay so all your secrets die with him well guess what there uh Billy boy you you fuck nut that's not it you are going to the depths of hell my friend you sick fucking child diddling degenerate and the depths of hell ain't gonna be fun but before you get to the depths of hell the American people will uncover this shit and you will reap what you sow. Remember that when you, and you're and you sitting on your fucking private island with your 13-year-old your Thai lady boys serving you margaritas. Remember, you will be caught and your day of reckoning will come. Mark my words. Oof. Again, these are all things we'll get into further down the road. I had a lot of it. But for tonight, we've covered all aspects. There's a few other things I want to get to. Like the anime. Come on, guys. I love it. I feel like um, I pioneered the way. I think it's... I, who remembers? If you're above the age of 28, 29, we'll call it. If you watched anime in high school, you were you were viciously bullied. You didn't tell anybody. You only told your closest friends and hoped that they liked it, too, so they didn't make fun of you. That was it. Dude, if you were one of those weirdos that had any sort of anime stuff on your backpack, or you, oh, don't do it. You were, you were just—it was brutal. So you're welcome, younger generation. I paved the way for you. You're welcome again. All right. But I do find it interesting that it, it's—I don't know. This is just what I see. That it becomes socially acceptable once black guys start wearing, uh, anime characters on their hoodies and their, and their shirts. Then it's cool. Which, my, my, uh, my black brothers, you have a power. If, if that's really how it went down, please remember you have that power before you go and start screaming about systemic racism. The other thing too about anime, and I'm directing this to the poor pricks. I have to animate camel toe and and titties seven days a week, twelve hours a day over in Japan. Stop with the fan service. That's why so many people think it's weird. I'm trying to watch a show about some guy slinging fireballs out of his hand, and all of a sudden there's a dragon tail up some girl's snatch, and it's rated PG-13. That's actually not to bounce around, but parents that are listening or may listen at some point, remember what your fucking kids are watching, okay? Because there's a show called High School DxD It just means Double D And look, as an adult The show is hilarious But there's It's basically a hentai porn Okay And it's readily accessible on Hulu Like, no parental filter It just pops up for two seconds And says this is TVMA So seriously guys, we need to pay better attention To what our kids are watching Because otherwise The degenerates are going to win now with that being said I also love me some anime and I actually love that high school DXD show I just have to put aside the hentai and enjoy the action but, and I, and nobody wants to jerk off to cartoons that's why there's real women and you shouldn't you shouldn't really be fucking spanking it all the time anyways I don't want to, to porn you want to use the old spank bank? good for you but we as a society got a big problem with pornography and if you don't think that's not intentional then I got a, you got another thing coming but uh, let's see nope we'll give you one of my because we're going to do a varying segments on the show but one that will there will be 2 for certain at the beginning that are always going to be there unless like breaking news or or anything else we're going to do When Music Was Good it's a working title until I come up with something better and that's basically where I just go through the old catalog and I pick pick music that I find to be good and hopefully you'll enjoy it but honestly, it could, be, uh, it could be a recording of Elvis belching and wiping his ass, and it'll still be better than anything Taylor Swift's ever put out. So, I mean, you know, it's all relative. And the next will be racist jokes. Because there was a time when laughing at each other's differences is what united us. I don't know when, actually I do know, it was when Obama started running, when, well, if you don't vote for me, you don't like black people, so don't get all wee-weed up now. That wasn't true, dude. We were done with the racist shit. Fucking Bush. How many black people did he have working for him? And it was just because they were good good at their jobs. They were good people. He Bush didn't even, as much as you all criticize Bush, Bush didn't even think twice about it. He didn't put him in there as diversity hires. He put him in there because they were the best for the job. It wasn't like Bill Clinton where he had a token black. See? See what I'm not shoving cigars up girls' snatches? Fat lady snatches. Ah, blacks. I usually do a good, uh, decent Clinton. I don't know why I can't get it out today. But, dude, we were past all that shit. My best friend when I was young was a little black kid. I never thought anything of it. And then Obama and Biden came pushing all their... And Clinton came pushing all their bullshit and divided the nation like no one's fucking business. There was still some cleaning up to do. Okay, I'm not saying the ghettos... Aren't, aren't a problem. We should be able to work on fixing those. But unfortunately, all of those issues fall back on Democrats. And they've somehow manipulated the blacks into voting this vicious cycle where they vote for the evil sons of bitches that want to keep them down. And then they just, the Democrats just blame, blame the rich white Republicans and they do themselves no favor. And then we end up in this fucking current shit show that we're in. Uh, Actually, I got, let me get the racist joke off my chest and I'll give you a couple of examples as to what I mean by this weird perpetual cycle of voting for the band that's keeping you down. All right, so, without further ado, racist joke of the day. China man walk with a hard-on walks into a wall. Which does he break first? His nose. <laughs> no, 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 please, you too can, you too can. All right, one more, one more, I promise, and then, then we'll be done. So an oriental man walks into an optometrist's office, he's sitting down because he's been having trouble seeing. Him. The doctor wheels in and goes, Oh, Mr. Lee, I see your problem here. You have cataracts. And Mr. Lee looks at him and goes, oh, Cataract? No, no, no. I drive rinkin'. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Don't call me Bob Hope just yet. So look, what I mean by this perpetual cycle. Really? Voter ID, come on. Do you know what? Do you know what? Getting rid of requirements for voter ID, like, do you know what the, the hidden meaning in there? It's not even really that hidden. It, it was the first thing I thought of. You, as an ethnic person, you was a black, you was a Spanish, etc. You're too stupid and incapable to just go out and get a plastic card that has your information on it. So the Democrats have to come in and create laws to help the old stupid Negro affirmative action oh black kids aren't as smart as white kids so we need to give them a leg on, and Asians not the Asians are, suffer the Asians are in the same category as the white people and I think they actually put a, like whatever we'll, we'll go into that another day point is, is we need to take away spots from white people Asian people like an in Indians because you know black kids are too stupid to get into college so we we as the Democrats have to help them along that's what affirmative action is I'd also like to... uh, I'm not going to go into abortion right now, but I would like to point out that Margaret Sanger, the woman that created Planned Parenthood, the left's fucking holy grail of abortion, literally is on tape calling black people ignorant, criminal... Like, they're predisposed to criminality. They're all weeds. They're all retarded. And she set up the, the Negro Fund and Planned Parenthood specifically to eradicate Negroes. Those are... Excuse me. These are her words, not mine. So the idea was she set up the Negro League and that was going to get her the, the black members, leading members of the community, and they would push for these centers. And that's that's how she was going to eradicate. They would put up these abortion centers and then LBJ dissolves the um, the, the two parent household. He creates the welfare system. And this is a quote. This is not me saying it. Dude, I do not agree with it at all. These blacks are getting too uppity these days, and they have the power to keep being uppity. We need to give them a little something. Not enough to make them comfortable. Or no, no, sorry. Not enough to let them get above us. Just enough to keep them comfortably, Or, yeah, keep them comfortable. And I'll have those... I'm so sorry... But you have to hear the full the impact of of the quote. I'm not a I'm not a ball as pussy, All right, I'll have those niggers voting Democrat for 200 years. All right, he, he's he's quoted as saying this. All right, the welfare system is only there to the welfare and abortion system is literally there to destroy black communities. That's all it's there for. Do your research. If you if you think I'm big some big evil racist, then please. Do your due diligence and call me out on it, but I, you best come correct if you do. All right? It's fucking ridiculous. And then another thing too. If it did, you know, like I think it was pre-1960. It was literally, it it coincides like if if there was uh like some type of chart, the two lines, they would start at this exact point. It's almost as soon as welfare starts coming around. So black people used to have a higher higher uh, rate of successful children. Obviously, racism aside, you know, successful children. They also had larger numbers of two-parent homes with successful children than whites, any other ethnicity. And as soon as welfare came, it was like the 60s, pretty much so pre-1960, after the 60s, is when all of a sudden homes started breaking up, stereotypes started to be formed. All of a sudden, it was incentivized to not have a dad in the house. As soon as there's a dad in the house, that money gets cut off. Now, if you wanted to see a group of people succeed, and all the metrics given to a state a mother and a father are needed in the home, a mother cannot do what a father can do, and a father cannot do what a mother can do. That is why two-parent homes are so important. Okay? Why is there a system set in place... That encourages single-parent homes. And why are there more centers to dole out these these things in, well, black communities? It doesn't make any sense unless they're trying to get rid of you guys. I actually have a whole whole thing about this. It could probably take up a good hour and a half. And I do want to go into it because I don't want you thinking I'm some fucking... I'm not some racist Democrat. All right, I'm not... Uh, what's his name? I'm not Bert, Robert Bird. And the other guy that changed his ways after, like the 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 only Democrat that actually did the party switch. Ugh, I can't remember his name right now. I'll talk about it another time. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's that's where we're at for today. This is this has been Bagel News, a uh, sub channel or sub channel sub show of Bagel Bites. And now that you've heard me say it, I'm sure you understand why I don't like uh saying it over recording. Now, I'm going to lead us out. I'm kind of afraid to, because I've been having issues with it. But, I mean, it sounds like everything's coming through good. Turn the backing track a little bit. I'm going to play us out for when music was good. Uh what should we do? Kind of like... uh Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Now, this song is called Radar Love, and it's done by a band called Golden Earring. We're not doing the five-minute one, Jesus. the song is not this long. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Oh, here we go. Song's song is about three minutes long, so I think what I'll do is say goodbye to you guys and then play the song, so... This has been Michael with Bagel News. Nothing but nothing. Good night. Good luck. Robble, robble. And enjoy the song. Volume Warning. <laughs> it's my baby, calling, and I need her here. <laughs> and it's a half-assed board, I'm shifting here. Oh He seems the same song. Ladies and gentlemen I forgot to add anybody that uh, enjoys my uh, the work that stuck around this long subscribe just smear my message all over the place alright now why are you going to do that well hell I send you a t-shirt I'm no Steven Crowder I'm not going to charge you $90 for a mug all I want so you'll listen to what I have to say. So if you are so kind, please subscribe, and I'll either send you a Schmear spreader sh- ah, schmear spreader t shirt, a naked bagels are profe- Wow, I'm fucking up, huh? A Schmear spreader t shirt, Naked Bagels are for pedophiles t-shirt, or my personal favorite, it's a picture of Michelle Obama winking, and underneath it says, Who's Big Mike? Now, we're really out. I hope you enjoyed Radar Love by Golden Earring. Again, good night, ladies and gentlemen.